ensure that that information and that message uh, is then taken uh, to our people through the languages that they understand. Mm. Uh, that's, that's the most fundamental thing, that the messaging and the information entailed in, in terms of the content that uh, entails what needs to be done by the people on the ground, it needs to be received in the language that people will understand, and they need to simplify the message so that uh, there are no two ways about understanding it. How has that message been put across up until now? Has it been done well? No, not really. But, I mean, so much has been done, but we think that uh, much better needs to be done insofar as what we are addressing here. Uh, we, 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 we want this message to be taken right to the ground uh, because if you do it in English, it will only be uh, something that is meant only for the elite class. Uh, and uh, then the poor people will be found wanting once this thing hits the rural communities as well as the urban area. Imagine if something like this was to get into, um, you know, uh, the shanty towns and the shacks and so on and so forth. It would be disastrous. So those people need to, 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 to really get the message as quickly as possible. Because you can't uh, expect, for instance, people to self-quarantine or isolate in, in, in the shacks. Mm-hmm. It won't work. What the, is... Other is, the other issue which is very critical is that you understand that there are areas with no running water. Mm-hmm. You still have schools with with pit toilets, the majority of them. So coupled with the issue of the message, which must be translated into indigenous languages, we also have to find mechanisms because water plays the key role as we understand this. And therefore there needs to be uh, mechanisms to make water available in those areas, even if it's, it's an issue of sending trucks and so on and so forth in all areas with no water. What is Contralesa doing to, to make the message more palatable? We are assisting the government in that regard, but the major challenge will be the issue of resources insofar as we are concerned. We are talking to all the structures of the institutional traditional leadership in the country to ensure that uh, we assist our, communi- our communities by spreading the message but we also need to meet the government so that it also empowers us exactly what kind of an animal we are dealing with and what should we be doing. It should not only be through the issue of us getting messages via the media. The leadership needs to meet with us as leadership so that then we can get, you know, the first-hand information and the first-hand understanding so that we can then take that uh, to the people. We can't interpret uh, in terms of what we see from the media mm. uh, and so on and so forth. So we are assisting the government in terms of just saying the message, which is key and fundamental, that says people must wash their hands, they must avoid shaking hands, uh, all of those uh, ADCs. Contralesa Secretary General, thanks very much. Chief Zolani Mkiva joining us here on First Take SA. Meanwhile, the Jewish Board of Deputies has instituted the temporary closure of all Jewish schools in the country amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Vice President Sev Krengel says the closure will be implemented for one week until more information of the virus becomes available. He joins us on the line for, uh, now. Uh, Zev, thanks very much for joining us. The President's yeah, shut yeah, the school... Thanks. 
President shut the schools down from, was it Wednesday, extended break. Will you be doing the same? No, so look, we, we made our decision already on the Sunday morning. I mean, we are extremely proud and fully supportive of all the measures the president came uh, with. Uh, I know they're very difficult to understand. A lot of South Africans aren't understanding uh, the severity. And we as leaders and the Jewish community, um, which we, we started really realizing things are really bad with what happened to Italy. And if you don't, it's called the infectious uh, curve. If you don't try and push it down mm. and that you allow infections to come slowly so the health system can manage it, you actually, um, you're going to collect, you're going to collapse the health, health system and you're going to put all South Africans in risk. So when we did it in the morning of the Sunday, we, we are, we are fortunate to have a very well organized Jewish community and a very united where everyone can talk. And that was a precautionary decision made for a temporary weeks to closure. I mean, of course, now we'll follow exactly what the president, um, came out with uh, from the travel bans. And we'd really told a lot of our members you have to do the quarantine. It's an education thing. I think for um, South Africa, we've never had this. Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Singapore getting on top of it because they had SARS and the MERS. Uh, you know, these type of viruses and death and getting infected, we'd either watched in the movies or we'd been watching mm. on a on CNN, and it always happened somewhere in Asia, you know, and now it's on our shores. And I, I, I mean, our rates are going to start climbing, and we have to start educating ourselves and our children on on tough hygiene, you know, not on medium hygiene. It's it's really, you, you can't have contact with other people, and we can beat the virus. It's, it's a droplet virus. It's not an airborne virus. So we can actually beat it with these type of measures and slow the infection rate down so that our health system can still cope as more infections come. Uh, let's talk about the pupils. 8,000 pupils in the Jewish schools that are going to be affected. Uh, is it just going to be stop of education? Are there alternate plans? So, look, um, you know, it happened very quickly, and we had to do it quickly. Um, at different schools, um, but David's been the biggest, whatever, they're sharing um, information, they're sharing uh, technological knowledge from overseas schools, which has already happened. But they're going to start trying to do teaching online. They're going to start doing clo- um, classes. The big thing that we encourage all parents is that it's not a holiday, especially for this week. We are lucky that we are going into the, the Easter break, um, you know, our first term break. But I think for us, what we um, are, are really pushing the parents to do, if you are at home or if you're not, that you must wake your kid up on time, you must keep the routine, you must set him up, in some place to do his homework or to do the work of the day. And in the next day or two, the remote learning hopefully will start taking off. Um, and hopefully they can at least keep the kids um, working, not getting bored, and it's not feeling like a holiday. Um, but it's, it's a very, very tough. You know, we're in waters we've never been in, and uh, we never levels of these types of contingencies in our country for such a thing. Uh, just quickly, obviously a lot of parents are going to be going to work. So what, what are you doing in your community to help those parents? So look, currently, um, yeah, it's not simple. Um, you know, because the decision we felt had to make so, had to be so quickly and so drastic. Um, you know, in the beginning, the parents that have to go to work are going to try and have to set up their kids. And I suppose for the next day or so, it's going to be you know, how, how much the parent can give a little bit of structure before they go off to work. Mm. Um, we're really hoping the next hour to the school will try and get a, a bit ahead of the curve. 
using technology. We've asked all the different schools, so from our ultra-religious schools to our, our normal um, secular schools, to try and work with any knowledge. There are amazing stuff already on the Internet that you can start, um, you know, because, I mean, it has started happening now yeah. overseas and in other countries. So there is stuff to do, um, and, you, you know, it's an education of a child. Because, I mean, the children can't go out now and play soccer all together. They can't go <laughs> yes. in big groups. Yeah, they, they still mustn't go. go party, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that's the big thing you have to educate. I mean, they have to be, yes, they're not in uh, isolation, you know, they're not in quarantine, but they really have to be careful. Smaller groups, uh, if they do go and see friends or whatever, I mean, all the soccer games, all the facilities are all being put on hold. And look, we're in uncharted territory, and as I said, all the, the education, the psychological, there's massive factors. And they're all big factors, but the single biggest factor is to save life, to save life and to keep our health system as healthy as possible to manage this pandemic, which, as I said, we are absolutely clueless how to manage. And it's because it's never happened before. It's just never happened. Mm. So um, we just encourage all, uh, all other South Africans to, to really take what the president said seriously. Uh, you just see what's happening in Italy. I mean, it sparked again another day, biggest uh, cases. And it's going to carry on, even with a full lockdown. We don't want to get to that level. And we've had pre-warning. We, we, we've seen what's happened to, to Western Europe. Right, um, we, we, so, we need to leave it there, unfortunately. Zev right. Kringle, thank you very much. Jewish Board of, uh, sorry, the Vice President of the Jewish Board of Deputies, Zev Kringle, joining us here on SAFM.